0: Welcome, guys. we got a five-game slate here on Tuesday. If you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about the NBA DFS slate. Also make videos for NFL DFS. Going to have a early look at the Week 11 main slate up right after this, as well as Prize Picks, they're the sponsor of the video. I had a very, very good day yesterday. I went six of seven. Today, not looking as good of a day. Kelden injured or we got popped. I don't know. He came back in the second half. I don't know. Looking like uh, just a forgettable day. There are a couple blowouts as well. Um, but yeah, guys. If you are a first-time user, you can use the code DKDFS. That will give you a hundred percent match up to one hundred dollars, say free hundred dollars to play with on the site. If you're not familiar, basically it's a player prop site, and I just saw they have World Cup stuff up. Um, so a lot of different sports. You can mix and match sports. You pick two, three, four, up to five player props, and can win up to ten extra money. So take advantage of that free uh, money if you do. Uh, if you are a first-time user. <coughs> um, And then, yeah, recapping the night tonight, I mean, I played Giannis without Drew and Middleton, and he was awful. It was a really weird slate. Like, the the value was solid, um, but I faded chalk Steph, which I got lucky on. I have pool, and Steph's, like, doing nothing, too. Really, like, looking like a really low-scoring slate. Uh, But, yeah, unfortunately, I had Giannis, and that kind of just sunk my tournament lineup. Um, So, I don't really regret the play. Just weird slate today. Weird slate. Um, Not a lot of spend-ups got there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's the recap and let's talk about this five gamer. So Memphis and New Orleans also, again, good to be back. I am now, uh, back on DraftKings Unrestricted. So, um, hey, they, they unrestricted me so I could lose more money. Let's go. Um, all right. So Memphis and New Orleans is the first game here. No Desmond Boehner. He's doubtful. Jaron Jackson Jr. Is, uh, probable or intends to make his debut, um, now, I would guess they keep him on the limit, so we'll keep an eye on that news. I'd be pretty surprised if you get normal minutes for Jaron Jackson Jr. With that being said, John Morant looks phenomenal. And, hey, I'm actually going to be able to field a lineup for best ball. I literally had all my guards except for Brunson injured. Um, Hero, Drew, Trey Jones, one other guard. Um, I had, you know, Nurkic injured. I had Porzingis injured. Um, I basically over half my team's injured. So I couldn't even field a lineup, um, best in my uh, high stakes basketball team, but, um, we do have job back. So, Hey, at least I have two healthy guards unless Brunson somehow gets ruled out. Um, I don't know when the Knicks play, maybe is it? Oh, they They, never mind. they played it uh, tomorrow. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just glad I have two healthy guards in my basketball team, but yeah, John Morant, 10.1 K. Um, really like him without Desmond Bain. He's going to be their clear go-to guy. Dylan Brooks, six K, got in massive foul trouble last game uh, to bail out the faders, um, but he's still a decent option. You know he's going to get a lot of shots up. You um, know, He shot twenty-two times last game. Not sure if we get twenty-two shots again from him, but still a guy that'll get a lot, a of, lot of uh, you know opportunities there shooting the ball. Jaron Jackson. So I would guess that Santa Claus Aldama moves back to the bench, and Jaron Jackson Jr. again. If he's on a limit, he can't really go to him. But if he play, if if they say he's going to play like twenty-five minutes or so, then then he's playable. So like, I guess it kind of depends on what the limit is exactly so hopefully we'll get some clarity there but kind of would take Aldama out of play Adams could lose a few minutes of Jaron Jackson Jr. back they could go a bit small but I still think he's a relatively safe play at that price um and then with Bain not expected to play I would guess that Conchar continues to start so the starting lineup will most likely be Ja, um Conchar Brooks Triple J and Adams I guess they could bring Triple J off the bench though and still start Santa Claus Aldama um so keep an eye on that one but yeah Conchar I mean, he's fine. He should play around 30 minutes. Don't love it, don't hate it. Uh, Clark, he's basically just playing the back of five right now. Um, A 3.8K, though, that is playable. Like, you know, whenever Adams is not on the court, he's been on the court. So, viable value. If you want to take, like, a dart throw on, like, Roddy or Laravia in a large tournament, you can. They should still be in the rotation with Desmond Bain out. The Pelican side, Zion is the big news here. So he is currently questionable. Um, if he misses, you're going to get more uh, usage for the other starters like Ingram, CJ, JV. Um, you would probably see one of Trey Murphy or Najee Marshall enter the starting lineup. Um, so that is pretty significant news. If Zion plays, I don't think there's any standouts here. Uh, I will mention Larry Nance. I mentioned him looking like for Tournaments last slate uh, because they've been closing with him a majority of the time, and he went off at no ownership. So I think Nance would be still in play either way because they just don't want to close the Jonas Valanciunas right now. But, um, yeah, if Zion's out, that's where things get more interesting. That's where Ingram and CJ would look a lot better. 8.5K for Ingram, um, 7.9 for CJ. Both look a good options. I still don't know if I could trust JV just because, again, they they really don't want to close with him. They're closing most games with Larry Nance. And then, you know, these wings would look a bit better. Herbert Jones, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall. Again, Keep an eye on the starting lineup. You know, whoever starts for Zion would be the guy I prefer, but... Uh, those guys are play. Herbert Jones, obviously, still in the starting line. But one of Trey Murphy, one of Trey Murphy or Najee Marshall will start there. Um, and then Alvarado, he had a good game off the bench last game in 20 minutes. Um, again, just more of a large field tournament play. Clippers and Mavs. So um, <clears throat> on the Clippers side, back-to-back, again, I took the over on Zubach. Uh, random blowout. So ugh, forgettable day for me on Prize picks, like I said. But Paul George, 10-4. It's a tough matchup. He's in play for GPPs. But, um, again, we know Dallas has been really, really good defensively. Zubac, he's been disappointing of late. Uh, but when I fade him at high ownership, 50 bomb. So whatever. I mean, he's still playable. Morris should see around 30 minutes. He's fine. John Wall should be back. So him and Reggie Jackson will split the point guard duties. I think I would rather go to Wall over Jackson. And there's not much else. If you want to take a shot in a 4.6K poly, you can. Again, they've been switching up the starting lineup with Mann and Kennard. I don't really think I want to mess with Batum or Covington. So Clippers, relatively uninteresting uh, team. <laughs> All right, On the Dallas side... I mean, Luca. If you have the salary, looks good. Uh, he's playing close to forty minutes a game. He's doing everything for the team. Like Luca, it's just a matter of do you feel comfortable with enough value? Now, Dinwiddie with Christian Wood back did uh, you know his minutes tick down a little bit, but he's still been playing very well late. of late. For the last five games, basically over forty fantasy points. So I still have some interest in Dinwiddie. Um, you know, you're going to have a relatively high usage player in Christian Wood play off the bench, but Dinwiddie's been playing very, very well of late. I have no issue if you want to go to him. Wood at 6'5", they just don't want to close with him because, you know, he's really bad defensively. So, a little bit tough to prioritize him because his minutes are kind of capped at, like, low 20s. And then I'm not going to mess with Dwight Powell. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s minutes have ticked up of late 28 and 31 minutes. I think he's interesting for GPPs. If you want to play 30 minutes of Dorian Finney-Smith, you can. It's not a fun roster, but his minutes are relatively secure. I don't think I want to mess with Leba or Josh Green or Reggie Bullock, though. All right, New York and Utah. So, like I said, Brunson... Brunson and Jaw, my only two healthy guards at the moment in best ball. But, um, yeah, Randall, Brunson, Barrett. I mean, you saw Brunson and Barrett get benched last game. Um, Barrett was in some foul trouble. He only played 19 minutes. I think Randall still played his relatively normal minutes, yeah. But more often than not, you're going to get, you know, low to mid-30s minutes for Randall, Brunson, and Barrett. I think my favorite of the bunch would be Brunson, who, um, you know, in limited action, still went for 34 fancy points last game. So, I like Brunson. I think Randall and Baird are both solid options. Keep an eye on Mitchell Robinson news. If he misses, you could look to Hartenstein. if he starts. Hartenstein was a really good GBP play uh, the other night uh, against Detroit, and then he got in uh, random massive foul trouble. So keep an eye on it. Again, they've been switching up the starting lineup. I'm not sure actually who started this game because that was a game at 11 a.m. Central. Um, but yeah, if Hartenstein starts, if Mitchell Robinson's out, you can definitely play him. Quirkley had a massive game off the bench in 23 minutes. Again, he is a guy that does have a ceiling, but 4.7K, a little bit tough to prioritize. I'm sure, you know, Cam Reddish has been getting a little bit of ownership over the last couple games, so I'm sure the people that played him here, here, and here are just so incredibly happy for Cam Reddish, showing for 43 fantasy points last game. Um, 4.5K, I mean, he's playable, but he's pretty score-independent. You can't expect four steals in a block, as well as 10 of 17 shooting for Reddish, so... Yeah, again, Jericho Sims—he's been playing the kind of the backup five at times. Some games he starts. Not playing Evan Fournier. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for New York. Moving on to Utah. So Utah, there's like no standouts here. Every everyone this like looks like secondary options for me. Lloyd Markin, seven five. New York been relatively solid defensively outside of that last game. Uh, Markin had been a bit quiet of late, but we have seen that you know forty plus fantasy point ceiling from him. Clarkson, Conley—they both should play about thirty minutes. I would say Clarkson has a little bit of a higher ceiling. Um, Conley, maybe a little bit of higher floor. But both, you know, the Jazz guards are decent plays. Again, I wouldn't call it either a priority. Olenek's been a frustrating roster this year. He's been in foul trouble a lot. But his minutes have ticked up a little bit, 28 and 29 minutes over the last couple games. Jared Vanderbilt, another guy that's always, always in foul trouble. But a 4-7, again, he's playable. Colin Sexton at 4-4. minutes been a little bit all over the place. But more often than not, you're probably getting close to 25 minutes from him, which I think makes him a decent value play at this price point. I'm so incredibly happy for Lake Beasley, as I've stated again. This game, when I get him at two percent ownership, um, he goes for 14 fantasy points in the starting lineup. Next few games, 33, 32, and 29 fantasy points. Woohoo! Yippee! Yeah, Beasley playable. Tht's had a couple good games in limited minutes. Kessler, if Olenek gets in foul trouble, could play a bit more. But there's just like basically everyone in the rotation's like in play. But there's really no priorities for me on Utah. Brooklyn-Sacramento. Now, this game looks appealing to me. Um, I really, really like this game. Ben Simmons questionable. Nick Claxton is probable. If you played Claxton last night, you got insanely unlucky. Random injury. Because um, he he's his minutes go way up, and Ben Simmons misses game. So keep an eye on this news. If Ben Simmons misses, I really like Claxton. He will most likely play over 30 minutes, assuming he stays out of foul trouble. Because Brooklyn, they just don't have anyone else they can go to. And Kevin Durant, 11-2, I think makes for a good spend-up. Sacramento not been great defensively. Uh, I don't think he's a priority, but I like some KD. And Ben Simmons, if he plays, is fine in tournaments. Off the bench, his minutes have been kind of all over the place. He's dealt with a bit of foul trouble. You know what you're getting out of Royce O'Neal. Most likely 35 plus minutes and probably, you know, 25-ish fancy points. So he's a relatively safe play. Seth Curry is probable. So that just makes the guard rotation a bit riskier. So this group of Cam Thomas, Joe Harris, Edmund Sumner all become a bit riskier. They all look relatively similar with Thomas, with Curry, with Harris, with Sumner. I think the two, my two favorites would be Thomas and Curry. I think the ceiling's the highest on those two. You've seen pretty big games from Curry last couple games. You've seen a couple big games from Cam Thomas recently. So those two would probably be my favorite. But if you want to look to a 4.1K Joe Harris that probably plays about 30 minutes, that's fine. Edmund Sumner has been starting but hasn't been playing as much. So not like he's out of play, but I think I would prefer those other guys. And then... I mean, if Ben Simmons is out, maybe you see a bit of run for Markeith Morris, um, who did see 20 minutes off the bench last game. So if there's no Ben Simmons, he could be a viable punt play. On the Sacramento side, so, I mean, I'm very high on the top two guys, Sabonis and Fox. Brooklyn not been good defensively. Uh, Sabonis, absolute smash last game. 26 points, 22 rebounds, 8 assists. Now he gets the Nets. I think Sabonis looks good, and I like De'Aaron Fox, too. Um, had a solid game, 46 fancy points. Again, this is where the offense is running through those two guys. But then the secondary options, I think, look pretty good, too. You should get around 30 minutes for Kevin Herter, um, who's you know getting a decent amount of shots up. Um, I think he's a solid play. Keegan Murray's minutes have been a bit up and down. Um, did play 37 minutes last game, though. So he intrigues me at only 4.8K. Uh, Harrison Barnes' you know, minutes, you should see around 30. Um, he did have that 140 fancy point game. But more often than not, his ceiling is kind of capped. Malik Monk, also a viable tournament play. His minutes have been a little bit up and down, 29, 31, 27, 21, 24. If he plays closer to that 30-minute mark, he could have a really good game of the salary. So, like, these secondary pieces for Sacramento are definitely intriguing to me. Um, Murray, Herter, Malik Monk, even a little bit interesting, in Harrison Barnes. Outside of that, not a ton. The minutes have been down on Davion Mitchell, who hasn't been doing much off the bench. Trey Lyle's almost out of the rotation 2 has been playing the backup five. If you think Sabonis gets in foul trouble, which is definitely possible, you can look to at three, 2 at um, 3-2. And then Terrence Davis, I mean, he has been in the rotation 18, 13, and 18 minutes over the last three games. I think he's another viable dart throw at basically min price Finally, the Spurs and the Blazers. So we got to keep an eye on news here. Trey Jones missed the game due to illness tonight. Kelden uh, only played nine first-half minutes. But then, like everyone said, he got injured, but he started the second half. I have no idea what's going to happen here. I hate pop. Uh, he, uh, typical pop, too. It's like, oh, Josh Richardson, literally the only guard left. He's, he's got to start a point, right? No way. Jeremy Sokan starts a point. Like, what are we doing here, man? What are we actually doing here? Um, so I have no idea what's going to happen with San Antonio. If Keldon and Trey Jones are both out, then I mean... Devin Vassell probably leads the offense. Purdo will look good. Josh Richardson should play big minutes. Um, so can McDermott, Bates-Diop. These guys all should find a lot of minutes. So, like, unfortunately, if, if Keldon's out too and Trey Jones misses again, this would be a slate where we would have to get a lot of Spurs exposure, and it's not fun. bassi has been playing well as the backup five. He's 4.1K, so a little bit tougher for, for me to say exactly, uh, you know, where I want to go for the Spurs, kind of keep eye on Kelden news, keep it on Trey Jones news. So, um, if both Trey Jones and Keldon are in, then, you know, it's mainly going to be the top guys I'm looking to in and Invisal, Pirtle, and Jones. So, um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on the news, but I can't wait to get popped back-to-back slates. And finally, the Portland Trailblazers. So, Nurkic, again, on my best ball team. Over half my guys injured. Um, Lillard, 9-9, I think makes for a decent spend-up. I would say more of a tournament play, but... Still a guy that has the high ceiling on this team when everyone's healthy. Simons, Grant feel a bit uh, pricey uh, with Lillard there. No, I'm not going to chase Jeremy Grant. I'll let the fish chase uh, back-to-back 50 fancy point games for him. But no, I will not be chasing Jeremy Grant. Um, Yusuf Nurkic, if he plays, is viable for tournaments. His minutes have ticked down, though, of late. If he misses, you will get Eubanks and Watford splitting the center minutes. Eubanks was bad in 33 minutes, uh, but at massive chalk, he goes for like two fancy points per minute, so... Um, still a little bit tilted about that. I'll uh, be yeah, Eubanks and Watford will split the sentiments if you, if a Nurkic misses. Watford got massive foul trouble last game, five fouls previous to that, twenty six minutes. So I do think Watford's kind of intriguing. I think people might see this twelve minute game and just completely cross them off. But if Nurkic is out, like you could see a game where Watford plays mid twenties minutes again. Um, and keep an eye also on Justice Winslow, like he could be back in the rotation too. Uh, so a lot of question marks here. Kia Johnson as well um, for the Blazers. But yeah, if Nurkic is out, again, you're going to get Eubanks, Watford, Splitting Center. You could get a bit of small ball Winslow if he plays. Again, I want to mention this. I played Winslow at literally no ownership against Charlotte. 10 fancy points in 26 minutes. The next night, with Jeremy Grant back, 33 fancy points, almost a triple-double. So I just wanted to end the video on that little uh, note. But yeah, guys, that's gonna wrap it up. Again, if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I do appreciate all you guys for watching as always. I'll see you in the next one.